from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. So um, impressed with just the team's effort this past Saturday. I think the energy and the care factor and um, the speeds that we're playing with. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Uh, excited for the opportunity uh, here on Friday with Texas, just their their skill level and then their fight i think you know you watch them on defense they run to the ball they play with effort offensively there's there's such a, a quick strike explosive uh, outfit stay connected with the voice of the bears on twitter on instagram and on snapchat at voice of bears there's a um, there's a there's a scottish warrior he says something like I'm going to lay down here and bleed a while, and then I'll rise and fight again. And I think that's totally it, you know. And I think the the ability to really uh, collectively kind of rise and fight is what it's all about. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Welcome, John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Welcome in, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios. Coach Dave Aranda in the open. He and the Bears continue practice for uh, the regular season finale, Friday in Austin against Texas. Different practice schedule this week. We've talked about that. No classes on the Baylor campus. So it's kind of like, Aaron, I was thinking it's it's kind of like a pro uh, practice week schedule, right? I mean, they come in, they have meetings in the morning, they uh, go out, they do practice, they're finished by early afternoon, little time to themselves, you know, or their families if they're here in the evenings. It's kind of like a pro practice schedule this week. Yeah, honestly, I, I'm pretty familiar with high school and college schedules, but yeah. I, I don't know how the pros do it. This is true. I don't either for sure, but I would think it's during the day, you know, that they get things done. They don't have to push, you know, practice to three o'clock in the afternoon, uh, you know, because of classes. Right. So I'm just guessing that uh, this might be pretty no, that, similar. So yeah, that would uh, make it, sense. It, yeah, yeah, kind of makes sense. And so that's what they've got this week. And really compacting uh, things by one day, playing on Friday, not playing on Saturday. Um, not like the Cowboys who played on Sunday and now play on Thursday. Now that's really compacted. But this one is just one day shorter than normal. And uh, it was fun to be out there at practice a little bit this morning. We had interviews, uh, Jacob Gall, TJ Franklin, uh, after practice uh, that finished today, early afternoon. So fun to see. And, and I'll tell you this, the, the guys that we were able to talk to, TJ Franklin and Jacob Gall, they seem really uh, good about moving forward, you know, not like uh, any lingering after effects of a tough, tough loss like they had against TCU. So I was encouraged by that. You know, there's a couple of seniors right there, but those guys seem very much uh, focused and very much focusing in on Texas, and they've moved past TCU. 
That's good. It really is. It's really important, and they're better at it than I am. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm. It's not that I just spend all day thinking about it, but every once in a while, just during my daily routine, and obviously because I work here at the station, I'll just, it'll just hit me, and I'll think about that field goal again. I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, let's not do that. It's a good day. Let's think about other things. That's exactly right. And, you know, another thing I thought of was, you know, by, you know, you hear it's a game of inches and um, think about the difference in winning and losing on Saturday. You know, one more first down on that last possession and Baylor probably would have been able to run out the clock. Uh, One of the early possessions when they had an illegal procedure penalty backed him up five yards and then the field goal was short by about two or three yards. You know, that might have been the difference down the stretch. So little things like that. I mean, just little bitty things over the course of a game. And sometimes they just kind of put you behind the eight ball and you you can't overcome those little things and you lose the game by a point on a game-winning field goal with the gun. Yeah, it's uh, when you talk about how close it is, I was trying to find a tweet that I had retweeted about Iowa State if they had, um, you know, if they had scored 18 points a game, they would be, I don't know, what, 10 and 1? Really? Yeah, if they had scored one more touchdown every game or something like that. I mean, it was yeah. it was it just – and, you know, what is their record, 4 and 7? Yeah. It just shows you how close the wins and losses are, especially in this conference. And I was hoping that it wouldn't happen. It, it kind of has, but – there were some people who rightly pointed out that Baylor won a lot of close games last year, and usually that will regress the next year. Unfortunately, it has this year. Yeah. Now, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that in a while, but uh, didn't wasn't Baylor involved in eight one-score games last year? and uh, Or maybe they won eight one-score games last year. Uh, whatever it was, it, there were a lot of close games, and for the most part, Baylor won those, and that's how you get to 12 wins. And those things sometimes do have uh, the tendency to even themselves out over time. Yeah, and hope hopefully that's explains a lot, and then we'll get back to winning 12, 12 games next year. <laughs> <laughs> back to 12. Yeah. That would be nice. All right, Baylor in Texas Friday morning. We'll visit with the voice of the Longhorns. Craig Way will join us coming up in a bit. Look forward to visiting with him. Craig involved in the great overlap of uh, football and basketball. I think Texas played last night. And uh, then they've got football coming up on Friday, of course, versus Baylor. So Baylor basketball back in action tomorrow. That is a 3 p.m. game in the Farrell Center. So a matinee tomorrow in the Farrell Center. If you've got family here and looking for something to do and, you know, something different, maybe uh, get everybody and go to the game tomorrow afternoon. That'd be a lot of fun. And uh, see the Bears, the number seven team in the nation, home versus McNeese State tomorrow afternoon. Uh, check that out for uh, Scott Drew and the Bears. So something uh, you could put on your calendar here on Thanksgiving week if you are interested. And then uh, the Cowboys play on Thursday. A lot of people have that uh, kind of as a uh, uh, side focal point next to being with family, uh, watching the Cowboys on Thursday, and then Baylor in Texas on Friday. So a lot going on, a really fun week. Uh, I tell you what, things, I was over on campus earlier today, Aaron, and, man, things are dead empty over there. I mean, the students are (laughs) gone for sure, but – and there's a few cars in the parking lots, but for the most part, it is empty on campus. I went to the uh, copy center to pick up – 
couple of things there, the spotting boards for Friday, and they were ready to shut their doors. Angela and Joy were there. and um, <laughs> Waiting on you. <laughs> yeah, maybe there were. I hope I didn't keep them long. But they were closing up today, so they'll be closed the rest of the week. So uh, it's going to become even more of a ghost town after today on campus. Yeah, I, I imagine that's got to be pretty weird. You know, I mean, obviously during the summer it's like that, but you know, for it to be so busy and then right. a couple of days later there's just nobody there. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. So that's what's going on on campus, which is not much uh, this week, Thanksgiving week. All right, we're off and running on this Tuesday. We appreciate you being with us. We'll visit with Craig Way coming up in just a bit. Take a break. When we come back, look at uh, some Big 12 basketball. What's going on there? Update that, men's and women's. We'll have that when we come back. John Morris Show from the Allen Samuels Studios, brought to you by Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Recently on Game Time, on the call yesterday, Pat Nunley. Pat joins us this morning. Guys, it's, it's nice to be in basketball season, right? Hey, absolutely. The Big 12 is going to allow them to have an incredibly high strength of schedule, but they need to augment that with some really high-profile games that if they can win, really elevate that come tournament time. You know, you got Gonzaga, uh, you got Arkansas, you've got Marquette. So this is a tough reconference schedule, and that's by design. Game Time, weekday at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosky has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosky features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosky in Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. This is ESPN Central Texas. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Good Feet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. 
They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. The children's music and dance teacher who couldn't cha-cha. I was always on my feet. It was just so painful. Elisa couldn't let her students down. So she stepped up and went to the Good Feet store for personally fitted arch supports. I would work an entire day and my feet didn't hurt at the end of the day. That was when I knew, wow, these are different. But the really good part? It's good to be dancing together again. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy. The First National Bank of Central Texas is thrilled to back the Mark Panther football team as they make a run at another state championship. Just like the Panthers, we strive to be the best we can be every day, and we're proud of our roots. We've been a part of the Mark community since 1901. We are a locally owned bank that believes in getting to know and taking care of our customers. We invite you to come by and see us in Mark or any of our five locations, or find out more at fmbct.com. That's the First National Bank of Central Texas, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Let's begin now. John Morris Show on a Tuesday, brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, that new location getting ever so close to uh, being occupied full-time. Braden Embry told uh, Tom Barfield first week in December, so that is not far away. So looking forward to the new move right there on Loop 340 South, right next door to Busby Feed and Seed for uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe. It's been fun to watch it uh, come up and be finished. Uh, looks like it's finished. Now they got to make the move over there. But that is coming very, very shortly. So that is Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the new location, but always available on the web. Same spot, pioneerboys.com is the location. And then the new physical location on Loop 340 South, right next door to Busby Feed and Seed. Same ownership, same family-operated business, covering four generations there at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. All right, uh, let's look at basketball as we continue the great overlap. Football, final week of the regular season. Basketball getting going with some really key games here early. Uh, think about Baylor. They're 4-1, uh, they're and one, uh, but two of those games against top 25 opponents. You know, Virginia, which is now a top 10 team, and UCLA, which was number eight when Baylor beat them on Sunday. Aaron, those are some, uh, you know, high-quality games here early in the season. Yeah, we talked about it briefly yesterday, but, man, there is this year more more than in years past. There's always good tournaments with a lot of top teams playing, but it seems like every tournament around the country has – top 25 teams playing each other like they're everybody in the top 25 is in a tournament playing other top 25 teams yeah it's pretty pretty incredible <laughs> if you're a college uh, basketball fan it's been a lot of fun to watch yeah that's true I mean but uh, think about the coaches you know how much that puts on them I mean we've already seen Texas and Gonzaga we've seen Gonzaga and and uh, uh, Kentucky on Sunday night Baylor and Gonzaga play next week I mean Gonzaga does that uh, for sure, you know, to help their out-of-conference mm -hmm. 
uh, schedule and their overall schedule. So they will do that naturally, but just some big, big games. Yeah, Kentucky already has two losses, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they, they played Kansas and uh, Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah, right. Tough there's... schedule and uh, fun to see. I mean, there are some really, really good games, some good matchups here early in the season. All right, mentioned uh, basketball. Let's start with uh, women's basketball. There was one game in the league last night. Texas beat Rutgers. They're at uh, Paradise Island in the Bahamas. That is the, uh, I don't know if the women call it the battle for Atlantis or not, but that's where it is. So the Texas women are there. Baylor women back in action this weekend. They are headed to uh, Florida. They'll play in the tournament there. Um, Estero, Florida is how they list it. Uh, We've been saying Fort Myers, Florida, but Estero, Florida is where they'll play. They'll play St. Louis on Friday. The broadcast beginning at 9.30, tip off at 10 a.m. on Friday. With a win, they would play either Belmont or 23rd-ranked Villanova at 4 p.m. on Saturday. With a loss to St. Louis, they turn around and play at 10 again, the loser of the Belmont-Villanova game. So you got to think, uh, you know, you got to think Baylor would beat St. Louis and maybe Villanova would beat Belmont. Then it's a top 25 game on Saturday over there in uh, Estero, Florida. Uh, Baylor number 21 in the nation in the poll this week. Then the championship would come up on Sunday. Too many time slots to even think about, but sometime on Sunday. We'll keep you updated here on ESPN Central Texas. So that's a look at uh, women's basketball so far. Uh, uh, Four ranked teams from the Big 12, Iowa State, the highest ranked at number five, uh, Texas at number 19, but Texas off to a two and three start to the season. Uh, Baylor's number 21, the Bears are three and one, the loss to Maryland on Sunday, and then Kansas State is ranked number 25. They are five and zero on the season. Uh, they, Iowa State, and West Virginia, and Kansas, and Oklahoma still undefeated here in the young season. Uh, Kansas State leading the way at 4-0. and So that's a look at uh, men's, I'm sorry, women's basketball uh, to this point in the year and the Baylor women back in action on the road this week. Men's basketball, one note concerning the Big 12, we're out concerning Big 12 for both. Uh, uh, North Texas has been selected as a host site for the, the, uh, uh, the Final Four coming up in 2030. And then uh, Dallas a site for the women's Final Four, Aaron in twenty thirty one. Pretty cool, and I, I like I like when they when they have them in Texas because I may not get to go to all of them, but at least it gives me an opportunity. Because I know you know it's either going to be in the DFW area or the Houston area, so it's max about a four hour drive to get there. So uh, I'm really excited about that. Yep, pretty cool. And you think, oh, man, that's eight and nine years away. That's forever. But it'll really go by pretty quick. It shows how far in advance they select these host sites. Yeah, and it, it, it'll it give you an idea of why they're having some difficulty getting the playoff started early, even yeah. though the university yeah. presidents have told the athletic directors and everybody who who, who on, the, uh, on the CFP committee, hey, you need to get this done and we need to get started by 2024. You know, they're having trouble finding host sites, finding days where they wouldn't be up against the NFL. I think they will get it done, but it's uh, not an easy process. Yeah. 
So that's fun to look to uh, forward to. Uh, put that on your calendar, 2030, April of 2030 and April of 2031. Uh, Final fours, the men's first and then the women's in 31 will be in the Metroplex. So that is fun. Uh, men's basketball in the Big 12. Uh, there were three games last night. Tech is playing out in uh, Maui in the Maui Gym Invitational. They lost to Creighton last night, 76-65. No shame there. Creighton number 10 in the nation in the AP poll, eighth in the coaches poll. Tech is 21st in the AP poll. So uh, Creighton beat Tech last night. Kansas State beat Rhode Island by 20, 77-57 the final. Uh, Coach Jerome Tang and the K-State Wildcats off to a 4-0 start to the season. That game was played in the Cayman Islands Classic in the Grand Cayman. And then Texas won over Northern Arizona last night, 73-48 was the final. That was down in Edinburgh on the campus of uh, UT Rio Grande Valley. I really didn't understand that game. I was trying to figure out, you know, why would Texas go down there and uh, and they're not even playing UTRGV. They're playing Northern Arizona. It's not a tournament, I don't think. Tell you what, we'll ask Craig. He'll know the answer to that. But doesn't that seem a little bit odd? You're going to Edinburgh to play Northern Arizona on a Monday night? Yeah, that's that's really strange. Yeah, that, that may be the first question for Craig Way when we get him on with us. <laughs> right. So that was last night. There are two games tonight in the Big 12. Uh, 21st-ranked Tech plays Louisville. Ooh, that's uh, that's uh, going on right now over uh, in Maui. Let's check that out on ESPN2. Kansas State plays Nevada in the uh, Grand Cayman Islands. We told you Baylor and McNeese State tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock. We'll have the broadcast beginning at 2.30 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. It is a squeaker in the Maui invitation. It is. It's no. It's Tech is is uh, is is leading fifty eight twenty eight with about four forty five left. Serious. Yeah. It's uh, wow. It's a boat race, as the kids say. Thirty point lead. Yeah. For Louisville Tech. is way down this year. Yeah. Uh, but man, that's <laughs> that's a big deficit. All right, I'm turning it over to that game just to keep an eye on it. All right, let's uh, let's take a break. Uh, we'll be joined by Craig Way, the voice of the Longhorns. When we come back, stay with us. John Morris Show on a Tuesday, brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. DMRA at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. It's round three of the Texas Schoolboy Football Playoffs, and the Mar Panthers take on Sims Bowie this Friday afternoon. Our coverage of Mar Panthers football begins at 1.30 with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 2 o'clock on our sister station, Kicker, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Again, 1.30 for the pregame, 2 o'clock for the kick on our sister station, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM, Kicker Country. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Everyone at Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac, loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps' Toys for Tots campaign, and they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 9th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy for Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2023 GMC Sierra Crew Cab pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The Mart Panther Club proudly supports all Mart High School students in all sports by raising money to ensure that student-athletes have the equipment and tools needed to compete at the highest level. Ask how you can get involved with the Mart Panther Club. The Mart Panther Club wishes the best of luck to the eight-time state champion Mart Panther football team in their quest for another state title. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Monday Night Football saw San Francisco beat Arizona 38-10 last night. Virginia and Virginia Tech game has been canceled in wake of the shooting that killed three Virginia players. For both teams, the season will end. Tonight in college football, Ball State at Miami of Ohio and Bowling Green at Ohio both kick at 6 o'clock. College football playoff ranking show tonight starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN. The return of EA Sports College football now has a timeline. It will drop the summer of 2024 with some NIL deals for players who are used in the game. Heisman hopeful Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker is done for the season after a torn ACL in the loss to South Carolina 63-38 on Saturday. 
Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. A handoff goes to Bijan. Cuts through a whole left side, still on his feet, down to the 30. Cuts inside to the 20. Say goodnight to it. Bijan Robinson takes it 42 yards for a Texas Longhorn touchdown. The Bears close the regular season this Friday in Austin against Texas. Let's visit now with the ubiquitous voice of the Longhorns, Craig Way. From the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. I like cut courtesy of the Longhorn Sports Network from Learfield. Craig Way with the call, and Craig joins us now from Austin or somewhere close. I'm not sure. Let's find out. Craig, welcome to you. Thanks for your time today. Well, now, how did I reach ubiquitous status? I'm, I'm <laughs> quite impressed, I must say. I was hoping you'd hear that, yes. So uh, yeah. with our voice guy, when we send him some stuff, you know, and you got to do it in advance, I thought – this would be great. Let's get him to say this. And sure enough, I mean, whatever you send him, pretty much he'll uh, record for you. He'll, he'll go Ron Burgundy on you? Yeah, you pretty much. <laughs> I'm Ron okay. Burgundy. Um, yeah. But that fits. So uh, I'm glad you got to hear that. Oh, it was nice. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I am back in town. I am home. Uh, okay. it, it's been a busy past few days. But it, in town, uh, at least uh, throughout the rest of this week anyway. There you go. To explain to us uh, the basketball game last night, you're in Edinburgh, but you're playing Northern Arizona. What was the what's the connection there? Yeah, that was a weird deal, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. But it's but it, but it actually turned out pretty nice, and it, it's part of uh, the Leon Black Classic, which is uh-huh. named in honor of the former Texas coach uh-huh. and Chris, uh, one of Chris Beard's uh, pet projects since he arrived last year was to be. Uh, three words that he continues to use, unite the family. And he's brought back former coaches, former players, and uh, involved with them. And Coach Black, was, who's no longer with us, but he was last year, and they had the Leon Black Classic, named for uh, honor of the former Longhorn coach. He was the one who also uh, was the, the first Texas coach, basketball coach, to integrate a program uh, back in the late 60s, early 70s. And so he, he wanted to have an event in his honor last year, it was one game. And uh, this year, they said, let's go ahead and do two games. Well, they'd been talking to the folks at UT Rio Grande Valley about a game. And they really had wanted Texas to come down uh, to the Valley. Texas went down there and played a baseball game back in April. And it was a smashing success. There were more than 7,000 at the ball game. It was the largest crowd, they said, ever to see a baseball game in the Rio Grande Valley. And it's a wow. big University of Texas you know, alumni base. Sure. So, so they decided to do the same with basketball and, and yet not play UTRGV there, but to still play them before the week is out. So what they did was, was to go down and play as part of a double header. They played the second game of a double header. Texas played uh, Northern Arizona. UTRGV played Western Illinois in the first game and won on a driving layup at the buzzer. And so then they played the game last night at an arena, beautiful arena that's home of the Rockets G League team. Hmm. And, and, and then they'll come home and, and they will play UTRGV on Saturday in 
in Gregory Gym because they want to play a game annually. Greg, old Gregory Gym on the UC yeah. campus did it last year, and they're going to do it again. So that's that's how it all came to be, and it all worked out pretty well. Very cool. Yep, I watched part of the game last night down there. Just couldn't figure out the connection between Edinburgh and and you guys. Uh, obvious, you know, to get Texas there is big, but playing Northern Arizona. So thanks for the explanation there. And that's a neat deal. That's fun. Uh, I don't. Rem- I remember the game. Don't remember who you played in Gregory Gym last year. It was Sam Houston, okay, and and it went over really well. And last year, the way that it was set up by Coach Beard was only because Gregory Gym seats about thirty eight hundred, I think. Okay. Which since it's been redone and and it's the home of, of Texas volleyball, and of course they're number one in the country sure. volleyball. They've been really good, and and that's their home base. And that was a gym that was built in nineteen thirty, and it was their home basketball arena at one time it seated like 8,000 in the oh, old days. Wow. And they, and of course they've redone it a lot. They've got classrooms and things like that and other rec sports things in there. So the actual playing facility area seats about 3,800. And, uh, and, and so last year it was students only who could go this year because it's on Thanksgiving holiday weekend uh, and, and students are out. There are, there is a student section, but they've also made, some tickets available for the general public to come to the game. So it's nice. You know, it's nice. To, you know what it's like, JMO, when we're, we get an opportunity to call a game from, from a unique, uh, oh, you know, yeah. quaint environment and venue. That's always a lot of fun. And, 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 and it was fun last year, and I would imagine it would be so again this coming Saturday. That's pretty cool. It's a great idea. A little bit more romantic than, say, if we went back to the heart of Texas Coliseum and wanted to play a game there. Right? Just, just, just don't. If you do that, if you do, just don't invite Mike Wacker to play uh, on yes, the Yes, exactly. You know? Oh, God bless him. <laughs> That's true. And, and, and by the way, John, he was yeah. part of that whole Unite the Family thing last year. They did an exhibition game against Texas Lutheran, which, of course, is coached by Mike. Sure. And so they honored him. That was one of the things that Coach Beard really wanted to do. So, Chris – got him to come back and they honored him before the game. And uh, because Mike, who had that awful knee injury in 1982, folks will remember Texas was 14 and 0 under eight yep. lemons. They were number five in the country, went in the heart of Texas Coliseum on the old tartan floor. And he slipped and fell and tore. It was a terrible ACL injury. And in those days, it was pretty much a death sentence for yeah. a career, but he worked at it and came back uh, better more than two years later and actually played on their, uh, southwest conference tri-championship team in 1986 yeah very cool all right uh it it is the great overlap with basketball and football let's talk some football and a big game on friday we're looking forward to coming your way uh what have you seen what what has been the difference in some really impressive wins by texas this year and some games that are kind of head scratchers kind of hard to believe that they lost yeah, it's a it's a great thing, John. You know, it'd be one thing to say that it's the difference between the first half of the season and the second half of the season, but that wouldn't be right because they've had excellent performances, like say against Alabama in a one point defeat uh, there early in the season. But then they've had the head scratchers like the loss in Lubbock early mm-hmm. in the season, mm-hmm. and then and then uh, they'd had a forty nine nothing blowout of Oklahoma State, uh, but then having a big lead on, I mean, on, uh, of Oklahoma, the 49 nothing right. win over Oklahoma, then having a lead on Oklahoma State, and it gets away. They go to Kansas State, play really well and beat Kansas State, and then the offense virtually disappears against TCU in a 
loss and then turned around last week and just kind of trampled Kansas. So it's been a lot of, you know, and some would say, well, that just means inconsistency in the program. Not necessarily because they've had to go deal with injuries. That's some of it, uh, certainly when they had the quarterback injuries early in the season. And then, uh, and then there has been some inconsistency. And there's just been games where they've run into, like in the case of TCU, TCU was playing incredible defense that night, but they just couldn't get, uh, get anything going offensively. You contrast that to how the Bears were able to really run on TCU and, and play well offensively against TCU, but the Frogs found enough offense late in the game to come back to Texas defense, play really well against TCU, just couldn't get enough offense going. So it depends on the week, depends on the, uh, the team. You look at how they moved the ball on Kansas State, who's been able to shut down teams defensively so it but you know john i think that's also emblematic look around the big 12 we've we've seen it all the way around how teams have, have performed other than tcu the rest of the league has had a hard time on the road and an easier time at home and i think that's also been the case even though texas has won their last two road games that's yeah. the, the other <laughs> thing so go figure right yeah exactly and we've lost uh we've lost three home games this year after going 7-0 and at home last year. So some of it uh, head-scratching across the board. Um, Bijan Robinson, really impressive all year, but especially last week. Uh, I would think it's really hard um, to contain that offense when Bijan Robinson is running that well. Yeah, it, it, it's a big part of it. and You, you don't run for 1,400 yards like he had uh, and, and, and not have really good performance from the offensive line. And I would say this, John, this is probably the best the Texas offensive line really has performed in, in several years. You, you at least have to go back to 18 uh, when they managed to make the Big 12 championship and then went on to the Sugar Bowl and beat Georgia. Uh, and to do it with two true freshmen, true freshmen starting on the offensive line has been remarkable at times. They've got two true freshmen, two sophomores, and a senior. And even though the senior, Christian Jones, is coming off one of his best games, I would say if you had to rank the top five out of there, probably the senior might be five, only because of the amazing play of, say, the true freshman, Kelvin Banks, out of left tackle. Cole Hudson at right guard's been really good. Hayden Cotter, the sophomore at left guard's been great. And Jake Majors is just a sophomore, but he's been kind of the anchor at center. That's been a major part of what Texas has been able to do with its running game. And and that's why a lot of credit goes to TCU for what they did to be able to render that offensive line largely ineffective. And as a result of that, we talk about Bijan, 1,400 yards, and that includes getting only 29 yeah. against TCU. So, uh, you know, when that offensive line is going well, certainly makes Bijan better, makes Quinn Ewers better at quarterback, certainly, and makes the uh, receiving game better. What do you think uh, crowd-wise Friday? I mean, the students are gone. Uh, you got a big old place there and a lot of seats to fill. Weather doesn't look real promising. It's 11 a.m. What do you think about the crowd on Friday? Yeah, I think the weather will have a lot to do with it, John. They, they, uh, they've done really well with attendance this year. They've set two school records at 105,000 against Alabama, had 104,000 uh, after that. Uh, they've had some games where they've had some great attendance. Uh, I, you know, I don't think it'll be on the level of what uh, has been passed around in social media 
uh, that site out of College Station with that empty, practically <laughs> empty stadium and, and, right. and a crowd of 90,000 announced. I don't think it'll work like that. Um, but depending on what the weather is, yeah, it might hold it down to 70, 75,000, something like that. I could, I could see that possibly being the case if the weather is really inclement. Now, if it's, if it's not that bad, they've been great. The students have been the best they've ever been coming out to games. Uh, the whole Bevo Boulevard concept has really taken off. What Chris Del Conte and his staff have done have been uh, really impressive to see with how it's become a, a major event to be at the game other than to just be inside the stadium when they get there and get on uh, what a lot of us have taken to calling it the midway, yeah. uh, you know, like at the state <laughs> right. fair walking down Bevo Boulevard. It's kind of like that. So uh, there's been a lot of really neat things about it. Uh, but I, I'm curious to see also on a holiday weekend with an 11 a.m. kick uh, what it'll be like, especially if the weather isn't top notch. All right, final thought, and we'll let you go. Um, what a year, huh? A crazy year in the Big 12. So much parity, so many, so many games really hard to predict this year. And in a season like this, there's TCU sitting there at 11-0 and and playing Iowa State, you know, for an unbeaten regular season. Isn't that wild what they've accomplished in a year when, uh, you know, everything was so kind of up in the air? Yeah, and, and you know, I, I just find this part unfathomable, uh, John, and I bet you you do as well. I've actually had people ask me and and ask on social media and ask on our talk show lines and things like that or, you know, on our text line say, uh, don't you think that, that somehow, some way uh, that TCU is going to, you know, wind up uh, – getting left out of this deal if something's going to happen and USC and LSU will get in or this or that, even if they go undefeated, I just can't see how uh, a perfect 13 and 0 team conference champion from a power five conference would be left out. If that's the case, what is the system even in place for, especially where with, with regard to a power five conference champion. So I think if, if, if TCU, finishes out, runs the table, and I think they certainly will for the regular season. I think they'll handle Iowa State on Saturday. And if they win the conference title game, whether it's against Kansas State or if by some weird uh, you know, movement Texas lands in there, they'd have to win and have Kansas upset K-State, which I don't see happening. But if, if it does happen that way, and, and they, no matter who it is, TCU wins those two games, I, I think certainly they're going to wind up playing in the college football playoff, maybe in the number four spot, maybe in the three since Ohio State and Michigan play yep. this week. But right. certainly I think they'll be in the playoff. I agree. I agree completely. So uh, that'll be fun to watch. Hey, man, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much and look forward to seeing you on Friday. I'm enjoying it, and, and it'll be great to see you, and I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Yep, same. Thanks. Craig, Thank thanks you. very much. Appreciate it. It's Craig Way, the voice of the Longhorns. Appreciate him and his time. Baylor and Texas coming up Saturday morning. Our broadcast begins at 9 a.m. with the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff uh, Friday morning. I, I wonder how many times I've slipped, Aaron, and said Saturday and, and always meant to say Friday, <laughs> but maybe just slipped and said Saturday. But
But it is Friday morning, Baylor and Texas. It's on ESPN television. And uh, Robert Griffin III will be there. He's uh, doing color alongside Mark Jones. So trying to get Rob on with us as part of the tailgate show. That'll be fun. But uh, Baylor and Texas, a lot to play for, you know. I think one of the questions somebody asked Coach Aranda at his press conference yesterday was, you know, you're not in contention anymore for a spot in the Big 12 championship. Uh, what's your motivation or what do you have to play for? Man, there is a lot to play for. I mean, it's it's Baylor and Texas, number one. You want to beat uh, Texas any any chance, any time, any sport that you can. It's the final game of the regular season. We'll get you to seven wins on the year. I, I just think there's a lot to play for for the Bears. Absolutely. We talked a little bit about it earlier. Uh, you've also got, like, if if – you lose this game, then you're going into the bowl game with the possibility of having to win the bowl game to have a winning season. And you don't want that to be even a consideration. So, you know, let's just get the win Friday and be done with that thought. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And uh, end on a two-game winning streak. Win Saturday, win Friday, and then uh, wherever the bowl is, win that one. So uh, a lot riding on this game. And for Texas as well, there's a lot riding on this game for them. They uh, still have a shot, as Craig said, of getting in the Big 12 championship game, they would have to win, and Kansas would have to beat Kansas State. Stranger things have happened, but they have a lot of motivation for this game as well. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. We'll share some birthdays. We'll look ahead. All of that when we come back. Glad to have you with us today. We're brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, Central Texas. Saw Eric Shero earlier today. Eric was by our offices here and got to visit with him just a little bit. Said his mom's in town for Thanksgiving. Very nice. And uh, still uh, going to try to make that game on Friday in Austin. Eric, part of the great crew at Alliance Bank, Central Texas. Let's take a break. We'll be back and wrap things up right after this. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears close the regular season with a day after Thanksgiving trip to Austin to take on the Longhorns. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor, Texas. Big 12 football from Austin this Friday. Here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. Black Friday deals are here at Republic Gun Club. If you're hunting for the perfect gift for your outdoor enthusiasts this Christmas, we have firearms, accessories, and memberships all on sale. Stop by and spread some joy this holiday season. Remember, Republic Gun Club is your home in the range. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys sitting here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Keep up with the University Trojans on ESPN Central Texas. 
The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. When it's time for your new car, truck, or SUV, BK Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class. The Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. BK Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at BK Ford. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Having an accredited land consultant like Daryl Weems and his team of farm, ranch, and land experts on your side is a must when making what may be the biggest financial decision in your life. Selling farm and ranch property since 1925, United Country's Twin Bends Realty is your go-to source for real estate industry insight and advice. Sellers will benefit from UC's cutting-edge technology that will provide your property with maximum visibility and value. Find your freedom by calling Daryl Weems, your local land pro at United Country Twin Bends Realty. Learn more at uctwinbendsrealty.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Monday Night Football saw San Francisco beat Arizona 38-10 last night. Virginia and Virginia Tech game has been canceled in wake of the shooting that killed three Virginia players. For both teams, the season will end. Tonight in college football, Ball State at Miami of Ohio and Bowling Green at Ohio both kick at 6 o'clock. College football playoff ranking show tonight starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN. The return of EA Sports College football now has a timeline. It will drop the summer of 2024 with some NIL deals for players who are used in the game. Heisman hopeful Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker is done for the season after a torn ACL in the loss to South Carolina 63-38 on Saturday. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. Uh, yeah, it's a Tuesday. Kind of feels like a Thursday. I'm not sure what it feels <laughs> like. But uh, but want to wrap things up in the hour, hand things off to Matt Mosley, top of the hour. Aaron, what do you guys have planned coming up the next couple of hours? We've got an action-packed show. We've got action-packed. university head football coach Ken Laster will be on with us to talk about the Trojans' great season and uh, how they got that turned around. Just a, a great, great story. We'll also talk with someone I think you know, J.J. Uh, Joe. He's, <laughs> he does, he's an analyst for Baylor football. I don't know if yeah. you've ever talked to him. But anyway, he's really times. good, and J.J. Uh, <laughs> is going to be on the show with us, too, to talk about the TCU game and obviously the uh, Texas game coming up Friday, plus Campus Confidential. we got some uh, some people declaring for the NFL draft and uh, – some final four announcement site, some some final yeah. four site announcements that are pretty interesting, and lots of other stuff. Some final four sites not too far away, right? 
Right. Yeah. And and one uh, in a place that I never thought we would have a Final Four. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. All right, so that's all coming up uh, between four and six. Uh, ask JJ this if you get a chance. Uh, we got a very nice email over the weekend from a guy who's not a Baylor fan. He, he uh, identifies as a University of Cincinnati Bearcat fan, but he said he – and he's in – Portugal and he lives in Portugal and he said he was just scanning the channels on Saturday and kind of found us found our broadcast against TCU and he just had the nicest things to say he said our broadcast was very fair he said I know it was a heartbreaking loss to TCU but you guys were very uh, fair to TCU and he said especially JJ who said uh, it is a disappointing loss but give TCU credit big win for them so I thought that was a very nice email that we got from a guy that's not even a Baylor fan, seemed to be a Big 12, you know, guy at Cincinnati. And uh, uh, that was just really nice. We got that on uh, – it was early Sunday morning is when I got it. I don't know what time that was uh, in Portugal. Yeah, that that's really cool to get. And that's a tough thing to do, to remember, you know, I, when we think about the end of the game and you're like, man, you know, they got the stop on the two-point conversion, but – they couldn't get the stop on the other two drives, and you got to remember that TCU also made plays. Yeah, you know their their quarterback is should be a Heisman finalist, and he just he he also made every throw. He didn't make it easy on the defense. Right, you know That's there was exactly two parts right. to that. Yeah, and their kick team executed things to perfection. You know, and absolutely, and it had to be down to the wire. So that was very nice. I appreciate that. Look forward to hearing uh, J.J. coming up later this afternoon on the Matt Mosley Show. Then remember, uh, game time, weekday mornings, including tomorrow morning, 7 to 9 a.m., right here on ESPN Central Texas with Tom, with Ward, with Ryan. So tune in to that before uh, you take the uh, Thanksgiving break. They will be on tomorrow, 7 to 9 a.m. We will not be with you tomorrow. We've got Baylor basketball on the air. Uh, air time at 2.30, tip-off at 3. The Baylor men versus McNeese State tomorrow afternoon. So that will preempt our time together. But tune into that, or better yet, come to the game. Come to the game tomorrow in the Farrell Center. little Thanksgiving uh, afternoon eve, Baylor basketball. So that is uh, tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock tip-off in the Farrell Center. All right, Aaron, how about some birthdays today to mention? Uh, Ryan Boyd's birthday is today. Ryan works in Baylor alumni and also works with us doing Baylor baseball and does a really good job. He and Derek are just really good together. So happy birthday to Ryan Boyd. He is a uh, Ohio grad and uh, has found a home here at uh, uh, in Waco, and he is married to his wife, Megan, is uh, on KWTX-TV. So little uh, background there, and um, happy birthday to Ryan Boyd today. And as I scan down the list, I think that's it. I think that's all I've got today. So, Aaron, uh, who would you add to the birthday list today? I have a couple. Jamie Lee Curtis turns 64 today. Let's see, Mark Ruffalo, who's been in quite a few movies, probably best known as the Hulk in the MCU. He turns 55. Scarlett Johansson, who has also been in a ton of movies, but is probably best known as, as oh, I'm blanking on her character in, <laughs> in, the, in the Marvel Comics uh, movies. Uh, she turns 38. Oh, she's uh, Black Widow. There I, I don't know why I blanked on that, but anyway. 
Happy birthday to Scarlett Johansson. And uh, finally, a couple of Tennis Hall of Famers. Billie Jean King turns 79 and Boris Becker turns 55. Wow. How about that? All right. Very good. All right. There's the birthdays for today and a really good list. Not a long list, but uh, high on quality on birthdays today. All right, Aaron, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Hope everyone enjoyed hearing from Craig Way, the voice of the Longhorns. If you missed any or all of that or want to share it, it's available on the website at SyntexSportsFan.com or on social media at 1660 ESPN. Aaron has it up there, and you can find it there to uh, to listen to again, listen to for the first time, or easy to share those interviews uh, as well. So thanks to Craig for being on with us. Aaron, thanks to you. We won't talk again until... Gosh, when? Next Monday, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah. So tomorrow we got basketball, Thursday off for Thanksgiving, and Friday we've got Baylor football on the air. So you and I will reconvene next Monday. So have a very, very nice Thanksgiving. You too. You and your family, I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving, and I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving with mine. It should be a great day. It always, always is every year. Very nice. Enjoy it. Uh, and everyone else, uh, have a great Thanksgiving. Be safe out there if you're traveling. Even if you're staying home, be safe and uh, just enjoy the time with family and friends and uh, give thanks this holiday season. We appreciate you being with us. Thanks again to Craig Way for being on with us. Thanks to Aaron Sexton making things work in the Alan Samuels studios. Now stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. I love a good heifer show and I like a turkey and broiler show.